Welcome to Speak Life. Thank you for stopping in. I'm excited to get right into it. And so I don't know if you remember, but the first episode of Speak Life was about, girl, you got a seat at the table. And so I want to talk about that again, but we're going to talk about the acceptance part of it. So now that you know that you have a seat at the table, do you feel accepted? Do you know that you're accepted? I know for myself, for many years, you know, you hear sermon after sermon or person after person always saying, you're loved, you're chosen, you're enough, you're, you're accepted, and you're a daughter. But you don't, you can hear all those things, but it, it can come to a place to where you, it's, I guess it's kind of going through one ear and out the other, or you're, you're hearing it, but you're not feeling it in your heart. Like you're not, you didn't accept it for what it is. And I realized over the years, and even I'm 29 years old, and I, I think it was last year I finally came to realize, or I had the revelation of what that truly looked like as for me to be a daughter. Um, so at 28 years old, I had that revelation and I was, I wasn't even looking for it. I was more like, I was listening to this guy, his name is Vlad Savchuk or something. I probably butchered his name, but he's um, this minister out of Washington state and he's a powerful man of God. But anyways, he had this message that he was uh, preaching in London at like a young adults conference. And he was just talking about the your purpose on earth. And all of a sudden I just started to bawl because I just understood, like it just all clicked in my mind and in my heart. It's like my mind was hearing those things, but my heart clicked with it, with my mind. And I was like, oh my goodness, like now I truly understand all these years what the Lord was saying and what people were saying when um, they talked about being a son and a daughter of God. And so through this episode, I want to talk about being accepted and feeling accepted because for years and years, I would set this goal in my mind, like, okay, so if I can just get to this place, then I'll feel accepted. Or if I could just get to the back room with these specific people, then I'll feel accepted. And er, that was wrong. When I got to that place, when I did reach that goal, I still felt empty. I still felt like I didn't belong. And I realized over time that it wasn't the people, but it was myself that wasn't feeling accepted because there was something in me that was missing. There was something in me that wasn't clicking. And so I want to ask you that. Do you feel accepted when you're around others? Maybe you're at a seat uh, at a table with friends or people that you call friends and maybe they're really acquaintances. But do you really feel accepted when you're there or is there always something when you walk away that you're thinking of? Did I say this wrong? Did I mess up? Did I, did I talk too much? Did I show something to them that they're not going to like so they're going to boot me out? That's like almost like a form of torment because I know for myself, every time I would leave a group of people that I was with, I always the, would play this play back what took place. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I would create this scenario and I'm like, oh, my goodness, they're going to hate me. They're not going to want to be my friend again. I'm just going to be rejected. So then you almost just isolate yourself and we can't be doing that. Right. So. For years and years, 
I remember all the way back in high school, I've always been this loud, boisterous person that was always full of energy, smiley. They even called me smiley in high school because I was always smiling. And I remember when I went off to do my own thing at 19, 20 years old, I was traveling with this ministry. And one, one time this girl said, oh my goodness, do you ever shut up? And I like looked at her like, excuse me. And I remember at the time I was really ghetto and I had a lot of attitude. So it wasn't like, excuse me. It was more like, girl, who the heck do you think you're talking to like that? But I remember in my mind thinking like, no one has ever told me that I talked a lot, like that I talked too much. And I allowed it to take root into my life and I guess silence me in some ways because I, when I would get around people or certain people that I thought was of importance, I would just sit there and be quiet, which there is a time and a place where you just sit there and listen. Like the Bible says to be slow to speak and quick to listen. But in that time, in that, uh, that time in my life, I just didn't do that. I didn't listen. I just talk, 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 talk. And a lot of times nowadays I could spot when people are like that. And I think, or I understand why the Bible does say that be slow to speak and quick to listen, because when you're not listening, you don't understand what the other person's heart is when they're speaking. And it says that the more you talk, eventually you're going to say something that's dumb. And it's true. Like when you're around people that just talk, 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 you're thinking in your mind, like, oh my goodness, do you ever stop? And I, and I guess when you're the one that's doing the talking, you don't think that way. And so back to the girl, when she told me that I was upset, but I realized over the years after she said that, man, she was right. I didn't listen to anyone. When someone asked me like what they had just said, I couldn't repeat it back because I was thinking of the next thing I was going to say in my mind. And that was that was the start of uh, me being self-conscious, though, on being around a group of people and not feeling accepted. So I would just sit there quietly and not really be myself because I'm like, if I be myself, then they're not going to like it. And how many times do we do that to where we're like, if we really show the true self of who we are, what if they don't like it? And who cares if they don't like it? Be you. You shouldn't have to hide and be fake and be someone else that you're not so that you could feel or be accepted. And if you are in a group of friends to where you feel like you can't be yourself because maybe they put shame, that shame on you, do not accept that. And you need to find a new group of friends. So I one day asked the Lord, I'm like, okay, Lord, why am I so extra? Because I feel like in everything that I do, it has to be big. And he said, because I made you that way. And when he said that, I literally just started to tear up because I'm like, wow, you made me to be extra. So it's not something that I should hide because it was almost like something that people try to put on me. Like, you're just too much. You're extra. You, you're this, you're that. And I took it on and it just started to weigh on me. And when I got around people, I tried to hide those parts of me. But when the Lord told me that I made you that way, it changed, it shifted my mindset and my perspective. People will like you or hate you no matter what. You could do something that they want you to do and they'll still nitpick it. You could do something that um, they don't want you to do and they'll say something. And I started to realize that like in my life, one thing that I'm really working on and I've been getting a lot better with is my time. <laughs> I, we joke around because 
you know, I'm, I'm mixed and they call it CPT time uh, where you are always late. And I grew up with a big family. There was five kids and we were pretty much late to everything. And so I guess I took that on. And so every time I would show up late, people are like, oh my goodness, there you go. You're late. And they would always make a comment. And of course I'm like, it bothers me, but I'm like, well, it's true. I am late, but I have been making an effort to be better, to show up on time to things. And every time I would show up on time, there was like a stint where I was showing up on time and even early to things and nobody wanted to say or acknowledge that. But the minute I would, after that long period of time of me showing up early, the one time that I was late, everyone's like, oh, there you go. You're always late. And I got to the point where I spoke up and I'm like, no, I'm not always late. I said, I've been making an effort to show up on time. And the one time that I show up late, you want to sit there and point out the very thing that I'm trying to work on. And people love to just see people suffer. Another story is I was doing a um, a cleanse, like a like a detox, like a food detox. And so I was drinking green smoothies and feeling so good off of the food that I was eating. And the and when I finally got off of it, I did a video and I'm like, I feel awesome. This is great. And I went to this party and I went and got like a cookie. It was like one cookie. I It was 21 days that I was on this, this uh, detox. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna enjoy a cookie. When I picked up that cookie, everyone's like, see, you can't do it. Look at you. You're getting a cookie. You're eating this. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, so I said all I have to say is that when you do something that someone wants you to do, they're going to say something. And when you do something that they don't, they're still going to say something. So no matter what you do, people are going to love you or hate you. So you just need to be yourself. And now that I'm almost 30, I feel like I finally am realizing that, like, I just got to do what what I'm supposed to do, what the Lord is wanting me to do, because I spent my whole teenage years and 20s trying to people please just for people to still rag on you. So do you don't let anyone else put that shame or put something on you, because in reality, no one can make us fear feel inferior or superior without our consent, right? So you, it's up to you on what you allow to take root into your life, that offense or what people say take root in your life. It's up to you to close the gate or to open it and allow it to stay there. Being at the table, having a seat at the table with God, it shows that like there's nothing that you can do there's nothing that you could do. Like if you make a mistake, he's not going to say, oh, that's it. Get out. You run to him when you make a mistake. Or another example is if you have a seat at the table and you show the real you and someone doesn't like it, he's not going to say get out. He wants you to be you. He wants to accept you for you. There's nothing that you can say and do to be better in his sight. Because you're already loved, you're already chosen, you're already enough. And like I said before, I can say all those things and you not get it. But in order for you to get it, you have to have an open heart and read what the Lord says about you being accepted already and what he says about you being chosen before you were even born. And I just pray that through this episode or through something that your your prayer time reading the word that you would just 
get the revelation of who you are as a daughter because it's so important. Everything that we do, that's like a foundational thing to know who you are because everything that we do comes from that lens. If you have, if you don't know who you are and you don't feel accepted, everything that you do in life will be from that lens of an orphan. It's almost like an orphan spirit to where anyone can do anything and you'll always feel left out. You'll always feel rejected. You'll always feel like you're not accepted. But when you're a daughter, you don't have that slave mentality. You don't have that orphan mentality of no one loves me. You're like, because of who I am, I can rest rest assured and know that everything that I do comes from that place. You don't have to strive. You get to rest. You don't have to try to, to do something to be. You're already, you already are. And so when you get that revelation, it's just... I can't explain it. You just want to jump out of your skin because your life has purpose. Now you understand your purpose. So I really just pray that you gain that understanding through this, through this episode of who you are as a daughter. Maybe you have this question because not everyone is at the same place, but maybe you have this question of, okay, so I have a seat at the table. I know, or you say that I'm accepted. How do I be myself again? Maybe you don't no, maybe you've been fake for so long that you don't know how to go back to that place of being you or finding who you really are. And I know for myself personally, when I started to be real with people and be vulnerable instead of hiding those things in my life that I thought people would annihilate is when I started to find out who I really am. And when I showed those parts of me, so basically when I was vulnerable with those parts that I would hide and I realized that it wasn't a huge deal when I, when I shared it with somebody, obviously with safe people, which that's a whole nother topic we, we have to talk about is boundaries. But when I shared it with a safe person and realized that it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it would be, then I was like, wow, I really could share a piece of me and someone really understand and not have to hide it. And now it's so freeing to not have to hide something because it's work to try to hide. It it takes work. And when you're just always vulnerable and always truthful, you don't have to hide anything. There's no effort. You're just being you. You're just sharing those parts. So I would say to you, find one, at least one person, a safe person that you can trust that or and if you don't have someone that you could trust, just ask someone, ask God to send someone your way that you could just share a piece of you because I've also shared things with people that were not the safest. Meaning like when I shared something with them, they kicked me while I was down in that area. So say um, I had someone stop by and my house was a mess because I have toddlers. And that was one of the biggest things for me. Like I, when someone came over my house, I, it had to be perfect for me to let you in because I'm like, I don't want you to see my mess. And when I allowed people to just stop by, I'm like, wait, just give me 30 minutes so I can at least make sure that the main floor is clean. But a few times people would just come in and it was a mess and I was mortified. Like you should like my my face. If you could see my face at that time, I literally would just jump in a hole and hide because it was so it was such a huge deal for me. And so. There was one time when a person came over and they made a comment about it, but it wasn't in like a joking manner. It was more like, ugh, 
Like, I can't believe you would ever leave your house like this or you would. And I was so mad. I'm like, see, this is exactly why I hide and don't let people come into my space when it's like this because of you, people like you. Or they made a comment like, oh, you look like a hoarder, like something like that. And it was so I was mad. And I was like, thank God that you killed that old nature because I would have said something and kicked you out of my house. But I didn't. I just kind of smiled and was like, okay, whatever. And I could have let that take root and offend me, but I didn't allow it to. I, I felt it for a minute and I was a little upset, but then I was like, you know what? Like that person doesn't have kids. They aren't really doing much in their life. So whatever they say doesn't really matter. Like I, I'm not going to let it affect me. But I wanted to say that to say is I moved on from it, but I can understand why people want to hide things like that. But you can't move forward if you hide. So I didn't allow that to stop me. I would allow people to just stop in whenever. And when I did have a mess, I was like, yep, I'm a mom. I'm a uh, I'm a mom of toddlers. And this is what it is. Here's my mess. Welcome. And when I started to do that, not only physically in my house, but also with myself, here's my mess. When you, If you want to come into my world, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's my struggles. Here's my... Um, things that I'm trying to overcome. If you like it and it doesn't bother you, great, stay. But if you don't like it and it bothers you, then here's the door. You don't have to stay. And so I want to encourage you with that. Like if there's things that you're hiding because you're afraid of what someone's going to say or what they're going to think, show it. Why hide it? Show it. And the people that are meant to be there in your life are going to accept it. And those that are not meant to be there won't accept it. And Here's the door. Let them out. So I just, when I realized that and I and I saw that the more vulnerable I was, the more free I was and the more I didn't really care what people thought. And I'm still walking out some areas of that. Whenever I say things like this to you guys, that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. That just means that I'm either currently walking it out or I did overcome it. And half the time I'm talking to myself too. Because there are times where the enemy is like, would try to, he tries to put that feeling on me. Like, you're not really accepted. Like just the other day I was around a group of people and I felt awkward, but just because I felt awkward didn't mean that I wasn't accepted. It was the lies that I was trying, that was, that the enemy was trying to throw on me that I had a choice to either believe or to just cast it down. And I chose to cast it down. So I want to encourage you that when you feel those ways, when you feel like the enemy or when you feel those thoughts pop up in your mind, most likely it's the enemy trying to discourage you so that you're not moving forward in your life and wanting to hide because shame and shame that people put on us causes us to hide. And when you hide, you're not being open and you're not fully free. And when you're not fully free, then your day-to-day life is just full of torment and things that you think that you could do on your own, but you really can't until you shed light on those things that the Lord is wanting to help you to move forward. So I really hope that this is uh, helping out. I love to just talk about topics that I feel like no one really wants to talk about. And I like to just share... um, the stories and things that I've experienced because, you know, like I always say before that when you share something, you're like, man, I'm not the only one that's dealing with that thing. or I'm not the only one that thinks that way. So I'm not psychotic. (laughs) I know for me, when I hear other people say things that I'm dealing with or that I 
thought that I was alone in. It's just, you're like, oh my goodness, like, yes, like, I, I feel you on that. So it's time to just break down those walls and let God in so that you can be you again. So that every time you're around that group of people, you're not being tormented in your mind of, do they love me? Do they not? Do they want me? Do they, do, do they not? Do they want to know who I am? Do they not? Like, that's so tormenting. It's so annoying. And sometimes I would get on my nerves, my own self, I would get on my own nerves because I'm like, oh my goodness, that's exhausting. And I know that I would get on my husband's nerves because he would say, he's like, Alexis, like you're just overthinking everything. Like it's not true. Stop. So it's, we, we can be free from that. We don't have to stay there. We can know who we are as a daughter, who God created us to be our purpose on this earth so that we can not be tormented in our mind and make up these scenarios that are just lies. So how do we come out of hiding and how do we break down those walls by being real, by being vulnerable, by being you and by just asking the Lord to show you those parts of you of why you're not feeling accepted. Maybe you maybe you believed a lie or you embraced a lie that someone had put on you, that shame that someone put on you years ago. Maybe you just, you chose to believe it. And so if you allow the Lord to shed light on those things, you're like, man, okay, I didn't know it was that, but I'm glad I know now because now I can break that thing down when it tries to come my way. And so I hope that this, this helped you. I hope that when you get around a group of people that you'll remember this, this message, you'll remember this episode of, okay, I'm feeling, I'm hearing these, these voices in my head. I'm, I'm hearing this thing that these people don't like me or they're not going to like the real me, but let's stop and evaluate that. And you can just have the, the, that thought in your mind and say, okay, I'm not going to choose to believe it because I know that I'm loved. I know that I'm chosen. I know that I'm enough. I know that God called me And you have a choice to tear it down right there in that moment. And when you do, you feel good. And you're like, yeah, see, like, I know for myself, I'll just have this smile on my face. Like, yes, I conquered that thought. And so when the next one comes along, you could do the same. So I want to pray for you for those walls to be knocked down. So, Father, right now, I just pray for um, every person that's listening to this episode, I pray that if they are in that place of not feeling accepted, not feeling feeling loved by anyone, that you would just show them who they are as a daughter, that they would feel your love in a way that they've never felt before. I just pray that when those lies come into their mind, that they'll rise up and cast those those lies down from the enemy. And I just pray that they'll feel surrounded by your love so much so that no one could ever break that thought or that um that understanding in their mind that no one could ever come against the love that they know that you have for them and i just pray that as we as you shed light on those areas that they'll be able to knock the walls down and let love in and that they could be them again i just pray that you would show them who they are and who, how they can be themselves, how they could be original and not a copy, how they could be real and not fake. And I just pray that this will be the start of their journey of being vulnerable 
and feeling accepted and loved by the people that are meant to be in their lives and that they will no longer push them away, but accept them and accept who you've made them to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So thank you so much for stopping by and tuning in. I uh, hope that this encouraged you. Remember that you're accepted already and there's nothing that you could do to gain God's love. And speak life over your day, over your kids, over your atmosphere, wherever you may be. And have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm.